And welcome back in this Monday afternoon. I'm Jeff MacArthur. Let's talk passwords for a few moments here, if we could. Because for many of us, they really have become kind of a constant source of, well, misery. That's the best way I can describe it, misery. Because at first, recall the first password you had, it was relatively simple, right? Pretty easy, it was four digits, uh, maybe one name, that sort of thing. And then all of a sudden, oh no, it needed to be at least eight characters. Remember that change? That's right. And then... It also had to include a symbol and a number as well as being eight characters long. And don't even get me started. Don't even get me going on two-factor authentication, all right? But what if I told you that there could be, maybe just maybe, a password-free future on the horizon? All right, for more, here's our tech expert, Carmi Levy, who joins us on this Monday afternoon. Carmi, good afternoon. Good to be here, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here as always. Uh, listen, uh, why have passwords, let's start with this. Why have passwords become so complicated, uh, Carmi? Did their rise in sophistication, password sophistication, come with kind of the rise in cyber criminals and their sophistication? Very much so. And your your, your choice of the word misery is right on the money. <laughs> Everybody hates them. They're terrible. And they're not, they're, they're incredibly inconvenient. It's a big hassle to, to use passwords just in general. Uh, most of us just simply can't be bothered. It's just, it's, it's, it's just not even worth our time anymore. And, and, and because of it, passwords have become kind of like the soft underbelly of security as the systems that we use and the hardware and the software and the services and all that have become more sophisticated. Passwords simply haven't kept up. They've been around for more than half a century. Technology has raced ahead. Passwords really haven't. And you and I and all of our listeners and everyone around us are struggling to keep up, struggling to re remember which ones did I use for that last one? Why am I being locked out of my system? Oh, I just got a new phone. Now that's an even bigger hassle. Right. Because of it, most of us simply default to, well, I'll just use the same easiest password that I can which of course exposes us to even more risk. Sure. And there's nothing more frustrating than uh, not being on an app for a while and you have to get back in <laughs> and you just cannot for the life of you remember that password. Have you been there, Carmi? Oh, <laughs> I have. And I think everybody has. And I think that the thing that you usually do then is you you go to what works best for you, what you remember best. So you, you name it after your pet, you name it after your significant other or your teacher from when you were a kid, the street that you grew up on. You use the easiest, most easily memorable uh, methods possible just so that you can get back in. So you trade off convenience for security and convenience always wins over security. And that largely explains why so many people are constantly being hacked because hackers know this, cyber, cyber criminals know this. They know that we're doing this. They know that we're using the same password for everything. They know that we're sharing this information on social media. So they go for the easiest possible target. We make it easy, but the technology simply doesn't make it easy for us to be any more secure than we are. Okay, so the last few weeks, last few months, we've really talked a lot about a post-pandemic world. But after about 10 years worth of work, Carmi, a group called Fido Alliance, uh, they say a post-password world is right around the corner. Uh, what exactly are they promising? 
So, I mean, and the FIDO Alliance, it's, this is an organization that, you know, we should listen to. The reason being is all of the biggest technology companies, all of the biggest banks, financial institutions, payment processors, all of the biggest hardware makers, all the biggest software makers, uh, Google, Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, Meta, American Express, Intel, Qualcomm, you name it. Everybody's part of this. They're, they all work with this one organization. So if we are going to have one universal standard, it's going to come from here. And the problem with having password managers in the past has been they don't always work well together. If I buy a Samsung phone and it has password management on it, well, what happens when I switch from a Samsung phone to an, an, an Apple iPhone? Well, all bets are off now. So by having FIDO manage it for the entire industry, uh, it means that no matter what device you're using, this is going to apply to you. And they just published a paper after a decade of work on it that basically outlines the concept of what they call a FIDO credential manager, which is essentially one system that allows us to manage all of our passwords. And so passwords aren't going to disappear. They're just going to become a lot easier to manage across all of everything that we use every phone, every laptop, every tablet, every web service, every app that we use, everyone's gonna finally use the same standard, which means change your phone, change your laptop, forget your password, it won't matter. It'll be a lot easier for you to get going without compromising your security. It's, it, it's not gonna happen tomorrow, but it is probably the biggest shift in terms of the industry going, well, we finally gotta get serious about it. Here's the paper, now let's build something on it. Okay, Carmi, but what does that look like practically? Because I know FIDO Alliance, they say that, quote, not using a password should be easier than using a password. So what does that mean exactly on a practical level? Uh, what does security and passwords, what does that look like for us, the end user, do you think, in the not too distant future? It means that you will set up uh, an authentication method, which could or could not use a password, kind of your choice, once. And then every single time that you access your that system, you will then you won't have to remember your password. You'll just have to swipe your finger, uh, show your face, answer a, a security question or something like that, and you will be able to get in. And if you lose your phone or if it's stolen and you get a new phone, you'll simply be able to sign into another device, maybe your laptop, where all of the the encrypted versions of your passwords are stored, and it'll restore everything securely, and you'll be right back to where you were. From the beginning you won't you won't have to worry about forgetting a password and then getting locked out of your system or locked out of your device it'll all be on like kind of like a, a, a secure digital keychain that goes everywhere that you are and is safe from hackers from breaking in okay i think you just answered my next question because i was going to say if i can open my phone with my face carmy which i can do now <laughs> without needing or using a password should that not be the same for any app and theoretically would say my banking not be more secure if i was you know eventually opening my banking app with uh, i don't know some like retinal scan some something like that in theory, it would be, but we sort of have to think in terms of the numbers of locks on the door. And as cool as these biometrics, so facial recognition, eye readers, uh, voice recognition, uh, fingerprint readers, things like that, as cool as biometrics are, think of them as only one kind of lock on the door. So of course we'll have biometrics, but it has to be combined with, combined with other technologies that just in case one of them is compromised, there's always another layer there. The problem with, with what we call, and you touched on is on it at the beginning with dual factor or two factor authentication is that it's kind of a hassle. You have to go through two locks in order to get in. You almost feel like a criminal yourself. 
So what this solution does is it makes it easier. In other words, you can have as many locks on the front door as possible, but you're not going to stand there for half an hour going through all of your digital keys trying to get in. It's all seamless. Open up the, the device, open up the app, make your payment, you're done. Your device automatically knows that it's you. Yeah, bottom line, I mean, this has to change, right? Uh, passwords, because uh, passwords have been around, it seems like, uh, forever now. And as we mentioned off the top, with only small modifications, uh, really, and cyber criminals, they become more and more uh, sophisticated. So again, bottom line, Carmi, is that uh, security online and with your devices, your phone, all of this really needs to kind of catch up and has to change. Very much so. Technology raced ahead. Passwords did not. They're finally starting to catch up. And the cool thing is the industry finally got together and said, we're enough of these piecemeal solutions where one company comes up with one solution, which doesn't talk to anything else. Now, everybody is gathered around the same table and they're all saying they've all finally agreed in this white paper that they just published that they're going to have a common standard going forward, which is going to make life not only a lot easier for you and me, but it's also going to make it a lot more secure because hackers will not be able to zero in on the password as kind of the lowest common denominator of security. It's not going to be the weakest link for much longer. All right. Just one final quick question. Just how much longer until we see some of these uh, changes, do you think? Uh, again, Fido Alliance was promising this is, quote unquote, around the corner. Yeah, that's the devil in the details. I wish I could say tomorrow, Jeff, but no, it's probably going to be even more years. And, the, and so even if uh, a year from now they come up with common standards, right now it's just theoretical. There's no practical technology that they've shown us or demonstrated. So even if it takes a year or two or three, uh, which I'm pessimistic, it probably won't happen that quickly. It'll still take years after it gets introduced for all of the new phones, all of the new operating systems, all of the new apps to catch up. It's going to take a while for all that old technology to disappear. Remember, if you look at the cars on our street, a lot of them have new technology, but there's still a lot of cars that were bought years ago. It takes time for them to cycle out of the system. Same thing applies to technology. This is a, like a decade plus process, but at least it started now. All right, Carmi, appreciate the time as always. Uh, thanks for this. We'll talk again soon. Thanks so much, Jeff. All right, tech expert Carmi Levy with us uh, on this Monday. And Mary, can I just say, when it comes to passwords, I always think of my mother, rest her soul. I remember years and years ago, uh, we went out uh, for lunch and she said, I'm treating. It's going to be my mm -hmm. treat this time. So uh, she said, we do have to though stop at the ATM. I need to get the, some money. So we went through the drive through ATM, and I was driving, so of course it was on my side, so uh, she handed over her bank card. I put it in the machine, and I looked at her and like, Ma, I need your PIN number. What's your PIN number? Mm -hmm. And she looks around over her shoulder, like, just to make sure that no <laughs> nobody's listening or around. She goes, yes. one, two, three. I say, it's not one, two, three, four. Yes. <laughs> said, oh, no. Mom, that can't be your pin. That cannot be your password. That's too easy. It's easy for anybody to guess. And then I still remember this. She looked at me and shot back right at me. She goes, that's why it's genius. Because nobody would think that you would use that. <laughs> A brilliant woman. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. How can you argue with logic like that, right? <laughs> All right. My thanks for your time on this Monday. That's it for our, our time. Thanks so much. I'm Jeff MacArthur. Have a great rest of the afternoon. I'll see you right back here on the radio tomorrow afternoon at 1.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.